What are the biggest disaster recovery challenges for organizations in 2012? Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today with Al Berman, Executive Director of DRI International. Al, it's a pleasure to be talking with you again. It's good to talk to you too, Tom. Al, the last time we spoke was after Japan suffered its natural disaster. Since then, we've seen East Coast hurricanes, early snowstorms, as well as a variety of data breaches. Given all of these disasters, what would you say we have learned from 2011's incidents? Well, Tom, I, I think one of the things is I went to Japan, I guess, about three months after um, 3-11 and spent some time talking to the Japanese. Um, and I think what we're seeing around the world is this huge impact on our supply chain. Uh, the inability of companies to be able to deliver product because of things that happen around the world. Um, Japan, Indonesia, mudslides in Brazil, all of these have had dramatic effects on the ability to deliver uh, products and services to customers. And I think considering the economic climate has had even more of an effect. And so I think the big challenge we're looking for and what I hear from corporate customers around the world is to try to shore up that supply chain. Well, given that, Al, what would you say is the state of business continuity and disaster recovery globally as we head into the new year, given your concerns about supply chain? I think it varies country to country, um, the U.S. being one of the more prepared countries, um, simply because of the overabundance of regulations that almost govern every industry we're in. And so we see great preparedness, not only on the disaster recovery side, but also on the business continuity side the ability of businesses to deliver product and services under duress. I think we're starting to see that in other parts of the world. Uh, I just took part in a regulatory and standards development for the United Arab Emirates who have come up with what is a very strong standard. And so we're starting to see the spread of governments creating standards and regulations that companies have to live up to. And if that continues, we'll have the force of regulation to help build a more prepared global economy. Now, you mentioned supply chain. What do you see as the biggest areas in disaster recovery that really do need attention? Well, I think it's in manufacturing, and I think it's partially because many, um, especially American companies, have offshore key production facilities. And so I think the flooding in Indonesia will have a very, very big effect and has had an effect. Uh, companies will not broadcast it, uh, just as they didn't broadcast the problems that came about in Japan. But I, I think this is becoming the big issue we're seeing. And now it really makes business continuity proactive rather than reactive, finding the right place, doing the right risk assessments to make sure that the facility will be able to survive um, an incident. Let's talk about business continuity and disaster recovery plans. How do they have to evolve, the plans themselves and how they're used, how they're audited even? How must they evolve to be prepared for the, the year's challenges? I, I think this is another maturity one, and I think it's looking at end-to-end -end processing. For a long time, we looked at our capabilities as if we were isolated from everything else, and I know I'm hopping on supply chain, but now we're starting to look at end-to-end -end processing and the evaluation of our suppliers, um, and I think that's now taking a, a real turn for the auditors to start looking at it. The regulations really require due diligence. The audit community 
is requiring due diligence. So the inability to deliver, uh, regardless of where it, its impact is within your supply chain, now is really under scrutiny. Um, and I think the key thing we will start to look at end to end and look for weak links and diversify where those weak links are or even purchase facilities where we need to. Now, what's your sense of how many organizations have got effective business continuity and disaster recovery plans today, and do they audit them regularly? Uh, before or after a disaster. 100% before a disaster, maybe 30% after one. I mean, everybody claims to be prepared, but the true test is how do we react when something stresses the organization. And, and we're seeing better and better at this. Um, we're seeing everything from 100% prepared all the way down the supply chain because the people in procurement are demanding that they see business continuity and disaster recovery plans and even be involved in the testing of them to people who just take for granted that everything is going to work. But I, I think from an, in, from an organization itself, we're seeing more and more, and that's simply being driven by customer requirements. Let's talk about business continuity and disaster recovery professionals. How do they have to evolve in their careers to keep pace with the changes we've talked about? Uh, DRI International is unique in its certification of business continuity professionals and disaster recovery professionals. We're the only organization who require that they have continuing education. And as the, as the uh, businesses evolve, so must professionalism of those in business continuity, and they must reach out further. So there's more demand in education. There's more demand in being able to attend seminars. And what people are having to do is adjust their sites. So it's no longer myopic and corporate focused. It's becoming deeper focused. Does it work throughout the organization? And broader focus, does it work throughout the supply chain? Well, let's talk a little bit about DRI International. What's the organization's biggest goals for this next year? Uh, we have a number of goals. One of the things that we've worked on for the last three years is this private sector, public sector convergence. Um, when you look at, especially in the United States, where 85% of the resources of the federal government lie in the hands of private enterprise, we need to have people thinking in broader sense of what goes on. Uh, even Craig Fugit, who's the head of FEMA, this hurricane season spent time in private corporation headquarters and emergency management centers watching how they did it. And his conclusion was, and it's probably a quote, that they do it better than we do. So there's this true need for convergence. Uh, DRI International has run a number of seminars working with public and private sectors. And for the first time, we're actually going to certify people in, uh, in the public aspects of business continuity and COOP. It's an attractive field, business continuity, disaster recovery. What's your advice for someone that's looking to start or restart their career in this field? Um, we spend a lot of time with people and corporations looking for what they're asking for. Um, in fact, we're running a uh, program with a number of universities to embed our curriculum into it. So for those people starting out and want to get into this, my recommendation is not only do you get a degree from an institution of higher learning, but you get a credential that will be recognized in the field. Um, the second thing for those people looking to bring their experience to, to bear certification is credentialing is becoming the new degree. Um, corporations want people who can hit the ground running, want people who understand what they're doing. So my advice is, is to get a good, strong education, 
with some specialization in business continuity, which can be acquired, obviously, through DRI International. Now, when you talk about effective business continuity professionals, you, you talked about the credentials, but what are the essential qualities in the, these individuals that make them effective? Besides a thick skin. Um, I, I think the things that make them effective is, one, we are a very information-driven uh, practice and profession. We do tremendous amount of analytics and, and what-if type analysis. So what we're trying to do is predict what the effects are going to be, regardless of what the cause is. And then to understand what our risk tolerance is for it, how do we combine the insurance coverage we have with it, so that we minimize the impact upon the organization. We've been listening to Al Berman, Executive Director of DRI International. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.